0: Hey, this is Spencer Dinwiddie, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Morning Coffee with Mavs Step Back. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. Um, If you want to consider joining our playback watch parties... Uh, I have a, I have a pinned link on my Twitter page. Uh, all you have to do, it's, it's 100% free. Uh, they do have an app you can download. Uh, so be sure to get the playback app. Uh, find our room at Mav Step Back. And again, that link is pinned on my Twitter page, at Dalton underscore trig. Basically... It's just a way that, you know, Mavs fans or, you know, any fans for any team can get together and watch their team in one place on a uh, synced stream together. Uh, it's it's really fun. Uh, you know, it, it's something that we're doing for every single game the rest of the season uh, and in the playoffs. And, again, it's it's 100% free. So uh, be sure to go download that app uh, set the notifications to where, you know, when, when our rooms go live on that, uh, you'll get notified and you can, you can hop in and, and join us for, uh, for some fun. So just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, another thing we are getting closer to the NBA all-star break. Uh, we're doing a Luca Mav city edition Jersey giveaway. Um, uh, That tweet is pinned on the Step Back account on Twitter, at Step Back Mavs. Uh, You can go there, and there's a couple things you can do. You know, you have to be following the account, um, and you have to leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and that enters you for a chance to win that Luca jersey, and we will be announcing a winner. Uh, Let's see. I believe the Saturday of All Star Weekend. So, um, be sure to go do that. Uh, there's been there's about a hundred people signed up for that so far. So, uh, pretty good pretty good bit of people on that one. But, yeah, go throw your name in the hat there if you want to. Uh, okay, guys, it, we took we took Sunday off of the morning coffee deal, but uh, the Mavs haven't <clears throat> the Mavs haven't played since uh, Saturday. And they took on the Utah Jazz without Luka. Uh, they were coming off that almost miraculous win, I would call it, against the Phoenix Suns because Luka went down in the first three minutes. Didn't really think they had much of a shot to win that one. And then they just, you know, out of the blue, uh, came out and won ninety nine ninety five. And Spencer Dinwiddie was just electric the entire night. So then they go to Utah. And it's kind of the same thing as far as Spencer Dinwiddie is concerned. He was electric. He had 35 points, uh, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, had a steal and a block, shot 6 of 11 from 3. He was just amazing for the second game in a row. 71 points through 2 games without Luka. He is just killing it. But the Mavs defense just wasn't able to uh, contain... The the Utah Jazz, the same way they were uh, the Phoenix Suns the other night. So uh, they end up losing 108 to 100 and they fall to 26 and 25 on the season. Uh, Now, this next game that they're playing against the Detroit Pistons tonight, uh, Luka is questionable. So there's a chance that this might only be, you know, just a two game absence uh they, <laughs> the mavs surely hope it is just a two game absence because the west standings are just an absolute uh gauntlet right now you know the mavs they're currently uh with the new orleans pelicans latest loss they are 7th in the western conference uh but they're in a they're in a tie really uh golden state's at 6 mavs 7th New Orleans Pelicans at 8, and then the Phoenix Suns at 9. And all four of those teams uh, are, are tied in the standings at 8.5 games back. So, uh, And it's really funny if you look at the standings, because the Mavs, although they're in seventh, they're only 2.5 games back of the third-seeded Sacramento Kings. But they're also... 2.5 games ahead of the 13th-seeded Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> so, uh, with less than two weeks until the NBA trade deadline, uh, they we're about a week and a half away from that, uh, it could go either way for the Mavs. Uh, they could either, if they start winning a little bit more, they could easily find themselves uh, among the, the West's top three before it's said and done. Or, you know, if they keep going on this this current trend that they've been on here lately, uh, you know, they've only won three of their last ten, then, you know, they'll very easily find themselves at the bottom of the play-in, if not further down and out of the playoffs altogether. So, uh, it's a very, very important time for the Mavs. And it'll be interesting to see to see which way they choose to go because there's really not and obviously this can change as we get closer to the deadline but as of right now it doesn't seem like there's any major stars available on the market that the Mavs would actually have a chance of trading for um you know things can come out of nowhere sometimes but right now it just doesn't that that type of move you just can't really see it at the moment for the Mavs but there are still moves to be made out there now they may not move the needle enough to make the Mavs championship contenders but uh I think if there's a way to shake up your roster and add draft capital you know going into next season uh the the Mavs seriously need to consider doing it um, I'm not going to, I can't go into too many details here because, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things where <laughs> you, I, I just can't say too much, but, uh, I would keep an eye on the, on the Utah jazz, uh, the Mavs and the Utah jazz, because it just, I, I could really see some stuff, uh, happening there uh they have they have a lot of players that would really help the mavs out. Uh they have, you know, an abundance of draft picks. So like if the mavs wanted to include, you know, a couple of veterans on decent deals, I'd say, you know, the guys that are clearly worth at least one first round pick. Um you know, that's that's one situation where I could see I could see the Mavs getting involved and, in, you know, uh, upgrading, upgrading the talent, so to speak, uh, overall on the roster while also adding some, some draft capital. So that's uh, that's one situation I'm kind of focused on right now, and I, I feel like the Mavs could make some noise in the next week and a half. So uh, we'll see we'll see how all that plays out. Um, let's see. All right, so just going to quickly go over some NBA action that happened over the weekend. Um, so Saturday you had Joel Embiid and the 76ers out dueling uh, Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Uh They won 126 to 119. Uh it was one of those things where, you know, many people thought that, uh, that might have heated up uh, the league MVP race. But, I mean, look, Joel Embiid, if he wants a legitimate chance of winning the MVP, uh, he's going to have to uh, play the pretty much the, the majority of the rest of these games here uh, for the season if he wants a real chance at doing it. But, I mean, he did. He, he was amazing. He had 47 points. Uh, and you can tell that he kind of takes it personally every time uh, he goes up against Jokic cuz he thought he should have won MVP last season. Um uh, the Brooklyn Nets beat the New York Knicks 122 to 115. Uh let's see here. The Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Sacramento Kings on Saturday 117 to 110 to get them to 27-25 on the year. They've they have actually jumped the uh the Mavs in the standings in the West after having a pretty poor start to the season. So that's one of those West teams that the Mavs are having to watch out for now uh, if they can't get things together. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks on Sunday, 135-110, to 110, and then they also lost uh, to the Washington Wizards on Saturday, 113 to 103. So both both games on the back to back they lost. Let's see. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8. Man, the New Orleans <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans have lost 8 games in a row and 9 out of their last 10. They are spiraling. Oh man. Let's see. 9 of their last 10 and then they play the Mavs on Thursday this week. Uh after playing the the Denver Nuggets on Tuesday. Zion Williamson <clears throat> is con- going to continue to be out this week with a hamstring issue. Uh Brandon Ingram is back, but that you know that apparently hasn't made much of a difference for them. Uh but yeah, there is a very good chance that the Pelicans are on a Nine-game losing streak uh, coming into Thursday's matchup with the Mavs, and <clears throat> look, the Mavs, as much as they as much as they have struggled, you know, this week, they need to find a way to get back on track because after these two home games this week, so they play Detroit today on Monday at home, and then they get. You know, three days rest, and they play a very heavily struggling New Orleans Pelicans teams. They have to have two wins this week. There's just there's no bones about it. They gotta have two wins against the Pistons and the New Orleans Pelicans this week, especially if Luca is playing. He's questionable for this game against Detroit. Uh, my gut is telling me that he's probably gonna play uh because it's just so important right now they can't afford to punt uh, you know a game against the pistons or the or the uh struggling pelicans they got to have these games if they don't i mean things are going to get you know really really depressing really quick <laughs> on mav's twitter and it's already gotten to that point a little bit but uh you know there's going to there's going to really be some panic Uh, setting in if these two games aren't W's. Because after these two home games, Monday and Thursday, the Mavs set out on a uh, five-game road trip. And really, it's six out of the next seven games that will be on the road after that. And so after the games against the Pistons and the uh, Pelicans, they go on the road to play the Golden State Warriors, the Utah Jazz, the Los Angeles Clippers, and then a back-to-back, a road back-to-back on February 10th and 11th against the Sacramento Kings two times. Uh, And then they come home on February 13th for a game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then they go back on the road uh, for a game against the Denver Nuggets. And that will be their last game before the All-Star break. So... J <laughs> it's just it's just Murders Row uh on uh, you know, for the Mavs stretch going into the all star break after these two games these two home games this week. So they really need to take care of business <laughs> against the Pistons and the and the Pelicans. We'll see we'll see how it goes. But um Back to the trade stuff, you know, I know People go back and forth on this stuff, but it's really one of those things where you look at it and it's like, okay, what are the Mavs? What what can they do right now? And if you're wanting to be realistic about it, what they could do right now is sell their veterans for, you know, potentially younger players, and you could get you know, a collection of first-round picks for guys like, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith. You know, I I know the Mavs likely don't want to trade those guys if they can. I mean, they'd obviously rather do something with uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. or uh, Davis Breton, stuff like that. But, I mean... Your your options are just limited there, you know. So that that's what I'm looking at. It seems like if the Mavs wanted to, they could completely, you know, restructure their roster and have a bunch of uh, future draft capital that not only could help them, you know, revitalize their roster with young talent, but you know, if another big trade opportunity comes up uh, down the line you'd have more draft capital, you know, to use on that aside from your own picks uh, you know that could potentially hamstring you in the future. Um, uh, one interesting tidbit, one of the mo- one of the latest uh tidbits of trade talk came from uh the action network, which I believe is is Matt Moore. Uh, he's one of Kirk Henderson's friends. Uh and we, we follow each other on Twitter, too, so um, we keep up with his stuff. But uh, it says, buyer or seller, Dallas Mavericks. <clears throat> and it says, and I quote, the Mavericks have been fielding offers for their wings in an effort to upgrade. Tim Hardaway Jr. is the name most commonly mentioned. There are reports that the Cavs and Mavericks had mutual interests in a Karis Lavert for Tim Hardaway Jr. swap. Uh, It says, but there have been some indications that Dallas may look to shed salary instead of looking for upgrades. How Luka Doncic would receive that in the short term would be something to watch, even if it opened doors for the Mavericks in free agency later. Utah might be able to offer the Mavericks both sides short term upgrades on expiring contracts and utah can absorb money. And that last little blurb, you know, that's this is this is from, you know, the action network. It's this isn't from, you know, anything I've heard uh when I talked about Utah earlier. So that kind of uh, pairing this report, they, you know, with what I was saying earlier in this podcast, that really Again, I'm doubling down here. I I'm really keeping an eye on the Utah Jazz and the and the Dallas Mavericks right now. Um I really I really think there could be something something cooking there. Uh but, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump into into details on that stuff, but uh I could really see something happening with those two teams as we get closer to the uh to the trade deadline. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but look, first things first, the Mavs have to take care of business against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, it's not, it's not going to be as easy as people think, you know, the Pistons might be the worst team in the league, but you know, the Mavs, they, they lost to this worst team in the league, uh, 131 to 125 in overtime back on December 1st, uh, despite Luca having 35 points. Uh, on the night so we know that this team is capable of losing to any team in the league no matter how uh, no matter how much more talented they are overall by having an MVP candidate in Luka so we will we will see how it goes but guys I appreciate you coming in and uh, listening to the morning coffee segment Uh, per usual I really appreciate it if you guys go and uh, give me a review on apple Podcasts or spotify i really appreciate it Uh, and it's a win-win for you because like i said it enters you for a chance to win future giveaways uh, including that luca uh, jersey giveaway that's going to be happening during all-star weekend so appreciate it y'all y'all be sure to go like rate and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms and we will see you next time y'all have a good one